This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. too much lucky number 13 uh yeah i think yeah and today we are very excited to have our second guest sean gentilly we're gonna be really mean to him we are gonna be so mean sean uh covers pittsburgh sports for the pittsburgh post gazette one of those papers of record in pittsburgh which is definitely a real city he is actually a journalist which is pretty funny like he wants to come on here and talk to us what a dumbass (laughs) (laughs) we'll make him sorry so how are you how's life i'm pretty good i started a new project so i'm working again i'm very tired i had a seven hour training Mm. today uh so not loving life but you know what? I like getting paid. I hope you learned a I lot. D- I did not learn a lot. I like zoned out. Like, I don't know. Like, mm. as the older I get, the more I'm like able to like astrally project into my own thoughts. Yes. Uh, like, it's not even like, I don't know. Like, I lost the ability to like have an imagination at probably age 15. So now what I do is I just like have like daydream conversations that I want to have with people. Mm-hmm. It's a really normal thing to admit on my podcast. I think most people do that. Like, I think that's very normal. Like, I used to be able to, like, make up really cool stories in my head and stuff. Now I just, like, think about my future and plan conversations I want to have. Well, if you think about human existence, like, 75% of what we spend our time doing is sleeping or, like, waiting for something to happen. so sad. That is so sad. And so our brains have to occupy us somehow. Yes. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm full on, like, that's normal. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I this week have been all in on uh, disassociating in public places. Oh, love that. Uh, over the weekend, I blacked in at uh, the checkout line at Target. and was like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> how the fuck did I get here? <laughs> That's the best. It was awesome. It's like, it's like Inception where you like wake up in the middle of a dream and you're like, what, what? Yeah, I bought eggs. I was just clutching these eggs and I was like, oh. Well, I like that the, be- the cool. beginning of every episode is like, how is Christina on Audrey's mental health this week? I have gotten actually several comments on this and most of them, like they uh, go back and forth between it's really funny <laughs> and, oh, are you guys okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little of both, to be honest. <laughs> I think that like talking about mental health is hilarious, which is why I hear it constantly and my mom hates it. Yeah. Uh, but I will not stop. I cannot stop. I'm a dumb bitch. I have terrible taste. (laughs) I will never stop. Have you been watching any hockey this week? Actually, not very much. Uh, But I've been paying attention to Twitter. We've been paying attention to the gossip. I watched... um... Oh, I watched, like, some of the Pens and the Islanders, because I, like... Oh, I did. I did, too. I watched the Blue Jackets play the Canucks last night, which was... Would you do that? Chris Tanev fan club meeting. Did he score? No, he did not score, but he had a really great game, actually. He blocked a lot of Ooh. shots and had, like, this incredible poke check away, like, during the third period that could have easily been uh, a Blue Jackets goal and they would have won. But his reach is just incredible. He has these arms that just go on for days. Anyway, that's enough about Chris Tanev. I think the big story this week is that the uh, St. Louis Blues having a the wheels are coming off a rough in one. St. Louis. 
<laughs> honestly, r- relatable in many ways. Yeah, like, they're having, like, Meltdown May, but, like, six months late. There's a lot of masculinity happening. A lot in of toxic masculinity. Right <laughs> They're doing toxic masculinity to each other. The blues are so bad that I don't know a single player who plays for them. It's wild because they used to be good. And right? again, I, I do find this deeply relatable. Is that people had really high expectations and high hopes for them going into this season. I remember that. They were like, oh, they're a cup contender team if you like Moneyball. And now they're they're about second to last in the Central Division. And announced on Twitter today, I think their GM was like, everyone's for sale. Yeah, (laughs) we got it. (laughs) Everyone must go. How does that happen where you have a team where like, you don't want to protect anybody. Like you don't, you won't, you won't, you could like start over. And like, that would be fine. Well, it's wild because... Keep in mind that they already fired their coach. They already fired and did they replace their coach or did they still have, no, they still have a temporary, they've got a, I don't, they've got some they, sort they of weird promoted somebody up there. And, like, and it's sad because I know like when Quenville got fired earlier this year from Chicago, people were like, oh, maybe he'll go to St. Louis. But if I was him now, no. I'd be like, I don't know about this one, guys. I think he's going to take the year <laughs> off and I think he's going to go to the Sharks, but mm. that's just me. Like, why would he work this year? Speculating. I feel bad for the Blues because it's like your brain before you're on a serotonin uptake inhibitor. It's like that's what's happening in St. Louis right now. They've just got no serotonin. There's nothing. Nothing's functioning. Nothing's firing. Yeah. Well, it's weird because, okay, so here's how this kind of came to a head this week. So they lost. They lost 6-1 to the Canucks. Pretty bad loss. They lost eight and of the last 11, I believe. Yeah. So apparently that uh, was the tipping point. And at practice yesterday, uh, Robert Bertuzzo and Zach Sanford, who's like one of their, like, he's one of their prospects. <laughs> he's a child. So it's this, there's this like veteran dude fighting a prospect at practice. Like they got, they were doing drills and then these two guys like got into They were it. doing three on three drills. And they had to get, they had to be separated. Like, like one of them cross-checked the other and all of a sudden gloves were coming off and punches were being thrown. And um, so there's just wildly unprofessional like on several levels like if you're a veteran why the fuck are you beating up a child first of all this is child abuse (laughs) don't like be cool for like five minutes here's the masculinity part hit me (laughs) i mean don't hit me but there's a whole level of like weird sports psychology that comes into this that i think is also very specific to hockey as a sport Mm -hmm. where now players are saying and this has happened in all kinds of different franchises and teams where an incident like this will happen and players will be like maybe this was good because it's gonna fire it's gonna fire everybody up ultimately end up uniting everybody which sure if that is how your team dynamic works that's a problem but uh, okay go off that seems perfectly <laughs> mentally healthy to me. So that happened like what two days ago, and then today they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna sell everybody." Yeah, so that, I feel like that means that it was not like a team building experience, <laughs> team building exercise. Yeah. <laughs> Punch your coworker. Love that. I mean, who amongst us hasn't wanted to physically fight somebody that we've worked with? But you know, I haven't. Like, I, I, like I don't know. Like, I, what's really weird is I've never had the urge to hit anyone other than my like middle sister. Like, we're like two years apart. And she's the only mm. person I've ever wanted to, like, strike. And to this day, I'm 26 years old. Sometimes I still want to physically hurt her. Like, she just... I'm sorry, Haley. You are just where all of my animus goes. I feel like punching people is kind of where I start off with a lot of people. Oh, okay. Like, at the level, I'm like, mm, God. That explains, like, a lot. But I did... I got into my first... This was the first year. I'm 24. This year was the first year that I got into a physical what fight. What the fuck? Okay. Um, with a stranger. What happened? I had never heard this story. Uh, it's not a very it's not a very interesting story, but I had a friend who was being sexually harassed by a man oh at a my bar God. and was eventually like egregiously groped by him. Like he came up and just just put both his hands on her breasts. What the f- so she shoved him and he shoved her back and then I um got involved physically and he ended up like throwing me against a wall oh my and God. a lot happened a lot happened this guy was like probably six foot seven did you win the fight i wouldn't say anybody really won okay. <laughs> but it was definitely uh a physical altercation for sure wow. so that was my first 
real fight with a stranger. I used to fight my brother all the time, like when we were growing up. And I'm not really sure that made us get closer in the long run. I mean, like, people say that sisters don't fight. Like, my sister and I had, Oh, like, my God, are you kidding we had, me? like, knock down, drag out. Yeah, sure. Like, you cannot tell mom what I just did to you. Or I'll, I'll yeah. tell her oh, about what sure. you did to me, like, a week ago. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I busted her, like, lip open once. Yeah, I think my brother busted... He scratched me, like, right by my eye at some point, you know? Like, there were some near misses. Yeah. This explains a lot well, about what I was gonna us. say about the blues. What I was gonna say about the blues is that this whole uh, philosophy that this will bring the team closer together. I'm not really sure we're at the point in the season where that is a possibility. We're like what halfway through, unless you have like a really strong leader on your team who's gonna somehow turn everything around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yikes. Maybe the blues should move to Houston. <laughs> yeah, just pick everybody up. Yeah, and go. Um, but it's, it's also, it's sad because, like, then everybody starts thinking it's my head on the chopping block yeah. and now you're afraid to make any mistakes and that's going to make you really hesitant and not take um, risks when you're playing, which is going to lose you games. So um, it's kind of like, you know, the snake eating its tail. The Ouroboros of shit. Yeah, that is the St. Louis Blues the right Ouroboros now. The Ouroboros of pain, St. Louis Blues. So on, like, the, the 19th, of this month is when things kind of freeze for the holidays. Mm -hmm. Like the league doesn't do any, you know, trades or transactions or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So it will be interesting to see uh, in the coming week what happens. I have a dumb question. So in the NBA, I, I know there is a trade deadline and it's like Mm -hmm. in February, like way before the playoffs. Does hockey have that? Yes. And it is, it is around the same time. So like everyone's going to be stuck with who they got after uh, yeah, but you'll see a lot of, like, action happening around that. And usually it's this time in December, too, when a lot of stuff is going on before the holidays. Good thing we have a hockey podcast. Oh, is that what this yeah, is? Yeah, no, no, it's actually just a personal Whoops. podcast like, where we talk about our mental health and how we used to fight our siblings. Yeah. So we got uh, a lot of text messages this week. Love that. Thanks. Keep it up. Love that you guys text me. Because no one else does. You guys and my mom. That is about all that's and happening. Me. And you, that's I it. ask Audrey like, uh, every day, like, what she's eating for lunch? The only people in my lives, Christina, my mom, and our listeners. <laughs> uh, so somebody asked us, which I really wanted to bring to your attention, Christina, before we bring Sean on. Um, <laughs> somebody asked us, my question this week is, can Kyle Dubas get it? Like, in a world where he's currently single, can he get it? Yes. Also, in a world, in a world where he's, like, not single. They said, my friend and I have been deba- debating this for about a week. So it's clearly... So he's married and has children. I think that's what she means by in a world where he is currently. When has that ever stopped anybody? Real Scorpio hours over here. Leave him alone. I will not. I would would do a lot for seven minutes in heaven with Kyle Dubas. Christina's got a real thing for Kyle. Someone like DM'd us like pictures of him like holding a cup. We got pictures of him from when the from when he was the uh, GM of the Toronto Marlies yeah. when they won the Calder Cup. They were really cute. Please continue d- DMing the Instagram account with hot pictures of Kyle. I love that. Audrey, do you think he's cute? I think Kyle is uh, objectively very cute. Definitely not my type at all. I need to know something. I need to know how tall he is. He's got he's got short energy. If you're listening to this and you know how tall Kyle Zubas is, please tell me. I need it for my files. I need it for research purposes. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, like, could he get it? Yeah. Yeah, theoretically. Do I want to give it to him? Not particularly. That's Audrey's opinion. It does, does not, not represent the views of this podcast. You come here for diversity of opinions and, dis- and friendly disagreements, and this is one. Um, so I think we're going to bring Sean on. So enjoy this interview. If it's bad, it's Sean's fault. It's not our fault. Literally nothing has ever been Nothing's ever a woman's fault. Also, I have not prepared any questions for this. I'm just going to do it live. Fuck it. Let's do it live. Yo, what's up? Uh, we are back. We are here with Sean. Um, Sean, we say your full name. We, we, we think we said it right, but we're not sure. Sean Michael Gentili. Uh, my, yeah, we my, did it. <laughs> my social security number is 201. <laughs> Nice middle name. Thanks. Is it a family middle name? That is my dad's first name, yeah. 
Wow. Sweet. Yeah. You- when my brother was, I'm three years older than my brother, and before he was born, I told my mom that I wanted his name to be Michael. They didn't? They did not name him Michael. <laughs> they named him <laughs> they Daniel. That's like, it's rude. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's either Michael or Daniel, Chris, Matthew. Matt. How old's, your, how old's your brother? He's 21. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that was prime, that was prime, prime Daniel age. If you if you if yep. you were born now, his name would be like Aiden. He's living his best life. Christina likes hitting on him. It's really oh, awful it's for so me. Oh, so great. Yeah. <laughs> he finally followed me back. Ruining my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like stuff's going great for Daniel. Yeah. Sean, what is, what is your job? Like I said, two oh one seven zero. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. I uh, I work for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. I'm a I'm I'm mainly a writer. I help I help with some editing stuff. Do some podcasting with them. Uh, sort of a jack of all trades for the sports department there. Before that, I was uh, I was a hockey writer for the Sporting News, uh, SportingNews.com. I did that for a few years, and then <laughs> and then got tired of it and took it and, <laughs> and took a job with a newspaper. So everything's going great. <laughs> the newspaper industry is it's wonderful. It's killing it. Doing great. It's killing dying. It. Healthier than it's ever been. No complaints. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely not locked into extremely contentious uh, labor negotiations with our owners. Awesome. De- definitely not leafleting over them violating federal law by not by not picking up our health care. In- oh, I increases. love working yeah. in journalism. It's, it's wonderful. The best. So when you when you covered hockey exclusively, were you writing um, mostly about Pittsburgh? Uh, no, I uh, I actually started out. Yeah, Sport News. It was and still based in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I was uh, I was there out of college. I did a bunch of extremely shitty jobs there uh, cool. for a few years. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of night shift stuff. Lots of getting to work at six and driving back sad and eating a jack eating jack in the box at you know three nice. or whatever. Yeah, there's so I, no jack in the box in Chicago. There's and literally. I, miss it. Uh, I got really sick there one time and just like swore off it. There was one. There was one. <laughs> And it worked because it was 24 hours. So I would, whatever, it'd be like, it'd be after NFL Sunday or whatever. And I would, I would uh, go there and buy, you know, tacos or whatever bullshit you could buy there on, on their late night menu. So no, fuck, fuck Jack in the Box. Those tacos just go right through you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just in, in and out. <laughs> the they, tacos. They, like, they, <laughs> they, you shit them out. They look exactly Sports the Sports reporting, very glamorous. But very is, yeah. glamorous career. It was great. I was, I was writing headlines and photo captions and moving boxes around uh, for a long, long, long dead product, which was the subscription-based PDF thing that we were sending to people. So, yeah, it, it sucked. Did that for a few years and ended up as uh, the NHL editor, editor there when I was, like, 24, maybe. Brag the right Yeah, no, no big deal. The writer <laughs> the writer at the time is Craig Custance from The Athletic. Uh, yeah. He's my guy still. He's, he's great. He's the best. So yeah, I, it's I, funny I, that you say, like, about the subscription model since that's mm-hmm. kind of, like, coming back now. I yeah. Mean, I was subscribed to The Athletic for, like, a minute, and then I uh, – spent too much money on my credit card and yeah. now i don't have a subscription anymore so yes you do uh we have a shared subscription i set it up like two months ago oh. <laughs> yeah it was you know it, <laughs> it was it was basically like a pdf that got delivered to people's email addresses like it was it, it a was, newsletter mm-hmm. it was a newsletter except it was except it was but not user-friendly not user-friendly at all you had actually <laughs> you actually had to have like a special reader uh cool. and it was literally like there it was so 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 labor intensive like on sundays we'd have it was all super horizontal so you know <laughs> and it was weird we would, we would have like 67 page editions that would that would, no. that would oh, it was totally 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 miserable what year was this this is 2000 1992 yeah yeah right i'm 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 54 years young <laughs> no this is this is a uh, this is 2008 i got i got hired right okay. i got hired right out of school which was a great a great time to get hired uh for any job mm-hmm. 2008 uh yeah yeah we were in high school so we didn't really know but. yeah I was I was I was 22 so whatever it was cool <laughs> I had a job during during the uh, during the recession and all that stuff and it was mm-hmm. a really great time to be in media the PDF thing lasted for a few years then it then it transitioned to an app an whenever. app they moved from a PDF to an app. Yeah. Why well, not, why not this just is when, remember when remember when everybody was making apps though? You had to do it. This is literally like like we're going so far down the rabbit hole of like just stupid dead industry bullshit from like seven years ago. But there was newsletters and then there was apps and then there was the pivot to video. Yeah, I've I've lived through all three. It's been it's it's been awesome. We're uh, gonna go back to like writing shit on stone. Yeah. Yeah. Next yeah. year. Yeah, it's gonna be like the Flint. It's gonna be like the Flintstones where they actually have like a rock <laughs> have like a rock and a chisel and like big slabs of rock. But no, the uh, the 2011 thing was actually it was 2011. 
Uh, it was right when iPads came out, and uh, the company was really super psyched because they were like, we were like on the front page of of the App Store for people when they bought iPads. So everyone was like, oh, this is going to be like the app that everyone uses uh, for sports Aww. whenever they buy their iPads, and it did not work out that way. So, mm-hmm. and then we went all in on you know just scale and just chasing as many clicks as possible and slideshows and all that stuff. So I've 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 lived too many lives already in in this in this stupid stupid industry you have like a very bad dead behind your eyes look yeah it's it's true i I, (laughs) you're like staring off into the middle distance the journalism effect yeah Yeah. i i'm see i'm like this is how comfortable i am staring into a camera sean what made you want to start writing about hockey uh opportunity oh That'll do it. No, I. That's I, uh, why we started this, so we get it. No, I. I was. I was a huge, huge hockey fan uh, my whole life. I was, you know, a, a product of the Lemieux era, the the Yager era Penguins. I'm, I'm based in Pittsburgh now, and you know, grew up grew up loving those teams. My dad actually, my dad worked for the Penguins for for a bit, so I, I was oh. I was I was around it. I was around it as a kid. Is hockey uh, big in Pittsburgh? Like, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sense? Okay. It is. It is. There was sort of there was a lull in terms of like youth involvement and all that stuff. Like there's like a a big wave of people who grew up playing it who are like my age who are like in, who are like in their early 30s who were you know born whenever Lemieux was having 260 point seasons and and, and all that stuff. Those guys kind of came up and then the team sucked for a few years. There was a little bit of a little bit of a lull. But now what you're seeing is kids who kind of came of age during the Crosby era, uh, mm-hmm. and the development pipeline's pretty good, and all that, all that stuff. So I, I, I grew up around it, and I, I, I love the game and all that. Did you uh, play? No, no, I, I didn't. I, I played, I played, <laughs> I played baseball and basketball. So you played yeah. basketball poorly. <laughs> <laughs> it it didn't it didn't work out. I I know you guys are aware that I'm extremely extremely tall. Yeah. No, I, but no, I, I I didn't I didn't play it. I didn't play it. I I was I spent my time doing other stuff and jacking off. Yeah, mainly. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know, being a teen. <laughs> that's actually that that that's actually what I was looking at off uh, off in the distance. Okay, I, have yeah, a, I mean, you are talking to two young women, so we get it. This is most of our existence online. It's fine. Yeah, I, I have <laughs> I have a I have a projection screen running in the back. It's, it's a little bit. It's a little bit more up to my taste, so that's fine. It's, it's just Sydney Crosby's thighs. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just looking at those. Stop. <laughs> yeah, oh what? I, how, how did I miss the Sydney Crosby's thighs discussion? Oh my God. Christina was really hung up on that picture for a couple days. That is, it that's awful. not what I meant. I, I feel like I feel like you guys should have saved the conversation and, and, until I came on because I'm. Why we can have it I'm again? Very, I'm very, very well equipped. To have you dis- seen to him? Discuss. His legs up close. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, like all the time. Does he shave? Does, does he shave? <laughs> he them? shaves his legs. He shaves his legs. Does he? My thing. Does he shave his legs? Um, I don't. Because his legs are like milky white and like like very bulging. <sighs> he should have dark body hair, but it's not. It's not visible in those pictures. I mean, he should have dark body hair, but like he he's his not. Legs. It's fine. He's not a hairy dude. Like he does. He he can't grow. He can't grow that of a beard like it's like he doesn't have like chest hair really what did you think of the mustache i loved it i was a big fan i think that is like i think that is like the the best example of crosby showing personality or some semblance of, of a personality uh really in, in his entire life was when he started doing yeah. the, was, was when he was when he started doing the mustache thing like and they've years by the way years and years and years i i was like on sydney Crosby. that was like my beat for a little bit with sporting news was just like sydney crosby's mustache <laughs> But no, I, I I don't I don't know I, I I don't think he shaves his legs. Um, Can you find out for us? I'll ask. Yeah, that's fine. I'm I, I should be there in the in the next few days. So yeah. Okay. He definitely loves doing stuff like this. So yeah, he'll oh, he'll for totally. sure loves talking about his personal life and answering <laughs> okay. questions. I have questions. seen him show a little bit of personality whenever he does those really bad commercials with Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. Oh, the Tim Hortons commercials. Yeah. Tim Hortons is just dog it's dog shit by the way i just found out a couple days ago that he's a real person yeah oh god and a real bad person (laughs) (laughs) died died driving drunk awesome why do they name it after him that's awful it's like is it his he started i I, he started it it's so bizarre that you guys are talking about this because we are literally working on tim horton's his whole his kids i think he's got family who live here who live like in Mm -hmm. you know western pa so yeah our, Uh our our enterprise writer is like working on something about Tim Horton right right now. So we literally were just talking about this at work yesterday. I've never even seen a Tim Hortons. You, really? It's like Dunkin' Donuts, except worse. Audrey's never left the coast because she's an elite. That's not true. <laughs> I've been to Minnesota several times. 
Did they not have them in Minnesota? I, I figured they would. I, if they They're do, I have not seen them. They had they them. Just he- got one. They had them here for a little bit. There was there was one literally in the in the arena here for like oh, a wow. few years. Uh, yeah, so you they can get some bad coffee, bad coffee and donuts that are made somewhere else and then shipped in. Yeah, that place sucks. We just got a sick barbecue place in Capital One Arena. Is it a, one of the chains or or what? That's a regional chain. Uh, it's Rocklands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's one in Arlington and there's one in DC. It's so good. Yeah, I don't believe, I don't believe either of you. I, like DC barbecue. Oh, okay. It's probably it's probably not it's probably not good. Like I I think it's North Carolina style. That's the thing that I got totally spoiled with living in Charlotte is like I'm actually I wish I weren't because I wish I could eat just like shit pork barbecue and be fine with it now but I totally can't so there's all these North Carolina barbecue is the best it's awesome specifically specifically good Christina's not having it no eastern (laughs) eastern Carolina barbecue is awesome it's it's vinegar based and just fucking delightful so anyone else's vinegar based your souls because you're nice (laughs) nice (laughs) good one sitting on that one for a little bit what is the like atmosphere like at at Penguins? Because they're bad right now. I haven't, man. I I haven't actually been to a game in like months at this point. Several, fake several, several weeks. Fake journalist alert. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> not. Fan. I'm just not interested in going. Yeah, I, I'm so like work wise focused on football right now. Something so I'm really curious about is like you know we we've talked to Justin before and he's like a rabid fan, right? Yeah. You like mm-hmm. you are like a sports journalist in general. How mm-hmm. do you think that that has like affected your relationship to sports? Like, can you enjoy them? Oh n- no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, you know, I I think that is something. Let's I get didn't. Into it, man. Yeah, seriously, I I didn't really try. It, it wasn't like a conscious thing where I was like, oh, I have to not be a fan anymore. I I think like some guys maybe. Or some some people maybe force that element of things where they're like, yeah, I I okay, I am no longer a fan, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. With me, it happened like a little bit more organically. <laughs> like I truly, I truly don't, I don't care what what, what happens to the Penguins on, on on some level. Like me neither. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you. Yeah, you do. No, Audrey cares deeply what happens to the Penguins, but she just doesn't want good things to happen. To yeah, them. they're they they might be losing to the to the Blackhawks like right now for. for, Ooh, for there's no way. There's no way they're gonna lose to the Blackhawks. I don't know, man. They have strong. <laughs> I'm Case, a Dylan Strom Casey DeSmith, you never know. My tired boy, Dylan Strom. Casey DeSmith has really been stepping it up this season. There, there's another one, man. He's about as he's about as tall as I am. Yeah. He lies about being five ten. Yeah, he's that's awesome. He's tiny. When the Penguins are, were in DC a month ago, I ran into Matt Murray on the street. Yeah. And he hasn't played since. Do you think there's a correlation? Uh, I think that's for the DC police to decide. <laughs> terrifying person to run into because he looks like he's just sucked someone's blood like at all times i told christina he's much more attractive in person than he is in pictures he's mm. like frail he's he's un <laughs> he's unbelievable unbelievably skinny he looks anemic yeah he also looks like a band dude or something like yes. he looks like someone you see at a show like he's like super he's wearing the bracelets and whatever like <sighs> like like he's he's literally he's like seemed out so which is weird like he's he's an interesting guy on some on some level because he's sort he's of smart. um yeah i think he he, I, he is smart he is smart we found a live one can he read yeah he's smart in the issue he just is always injured he's too smart to uh say anything interesting like that's sort of mm. that's the issue with him is like he's really guarded and kind of that's the Braden holtby vibe too holtby holtby is a little bit more um He's a little bit more slick than. Uh, yeah, he is. Yeah, than, he is. No, it's like like Holpie's Holpie's he's, yeah. he's hot as hell. In like a media setting too, like he's a little bit more mm-hmm. polished and just a little bit more cool than than Murray is. Whereas Murray has he's kind of a dick. Like like I he's ornery even even under even under certain circumstances. Like you can tell you can tell when questions piss him off. I um, love that. I feel like if I was in his position where like I'm chronically getting injured and chronically being blamed for so much crap that I would probably feel the same way. Yeah, I, I think the injury stuff is is frustrating. I think that's frustrating to him on probably a couple different levels. But when he's been healthy, he hasn't been good either. So relatable. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, we all we are all Matt Murray. Yeah, right. Smart, ornery, and bad. You roll out the excuses for as long as you can, but at some point you just need to face the fact that you're like maybe not that great. That's just mm-hmm. that's the way to, that's true of all of us. We're born alone, we die alone. <laughs> yeah, 
He does have a really cute dog. So yeah, yeah, he, he does. He's got a. It seems like he's you know he's got a he's got a really cute fiance and like he's got a good he's got a good life. So, but yeah, I I do on some level I feel bad for the guy because it's been a rough a rough stretch for him too. But I I also think he um he he skates in terms of getting blamed for stuff. I I do believe that. Like I, I feel Ooh. like. Oh God, no, no, no! I, I, he's, he's like, look, he's worth, we're at the point now where he's been bad for a longer stretch than he's, than he's been good, like over, over the course mm-hmm. of his career. So like, you, you can make excuses or, or, and I'm sure the whatever. flurry stuff gets in his head too. He's monumentally done talking about that for sure. Yeah. And then, then the other thing is like, not that I've been around for like that long, and I don't have like a ton of experience. I'm not like some guy who's, you know, been in the same city for 30 years, so I can't quite. Yeah, on not a, yet. On a, not yet. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll, I'll just be some 68 year old piece of shit. Like you're gonna start saying his job even more. I no, never, no. never, never. Did they say was, that there? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I would never even have dreamt of saying that as a kid. And if I and if I would have, my mom would have whatever flipped out on me. That was. That was I like. I don't know anything about Pittsburgh. I don't even think it's real. I've I been know. on the record saying I, that I think it's fake. I only know it's real because I went to college in Pennsylvania and I went to school with a lot of people with serious Ian's. Oh, accent. dude, it's it's uh, it's crazy. I feel like mine for the most. I, I didn't have a huge one to begin with. I'm st- it still comes out like in certain in certain stuff, mm-hmm. but it um it's flattened out a lot over the years too. Like it's now it's just this weird mangle of like I, there's def there's like an actual not like a medical condition but there's like an actual term for it where like <laughs> where like if you hang out with somebody for long enough and it, oh, it, yeah, it could be like and it could be like speaking any patterns. amount of time if i'm with boston guys for a day for like a weekend like at a bar like by the end of it i can feel myself like sliding into all that bullshit hey, too I'm so here. that's not right <laughs> my younger brother goes to college in boston and he'll come home and and literally just wicked will oh, roll God. off his tongue and i'm like oh jesus stop it Audrey, how the how the fuck you doing, kid? What's going on? Yeah, it's it's awful. <laughs> That's actually this, like podcast. You're gonna like have a really bad case of vocal fry, like after talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and so I think I talking like a 26 year old woman for the next week. I, I think I kind of have that, anyways. Like my my overall vocal dynamic is like a 14 year old who smokes. Like that's that's that's, ba- that's basically what I say. Very cool. Like, you guys aren't going to screw me up at all, so don't worry about it. Were you in Pittsburgh during either of the years where they won the cup? Yeah, I was uh, there for both of it actually. I that was Did the you first. Riot? Did you riot? Did you set anything on no, fire? No, 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 no. I I covered I covered all that stuff. Like I I covered I covered the the post win riot. Um, did they riot? I didn't, I just said that. It wasn't it wasn't really a riot honestly. Please there tell was... us about it because I was not paying attention. No, there, <laughs> I... What year was it? Twenty. 20- 17 and 2016 yeah okay, so yeah. I, so 2016 i was still with by that point i had i had been here i had been back for a few years my job had changed i was the i was again like just hockey specific uh for them when that happened and uh the only sort of uh the only i obviously i was making i was making whatever i made so i was like i could be like oh yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go live in new york and have a decent life or whatever but it was like okay you're gonna make x amount of money you just gotta go live somewhere that has an nhl team so i came back here because i truly truly never thought that i was ever gonna have an opportunity to like work in pittsburgh ever so i yeah so I, i i came back and it was cool and i and i worked and again i worked um, is the, is the hockey writer for Sporting News here for a few years, and just basically wrote about there was a lot of Penguin shit, obviously, because they're they were good and they moved the needle from like a from a from a traffic standpoint and all that. But I also would just you know I would cover whatever the whatever the visiting team was like that like the Stars came to town and I would write something about you know Jamie Benn or whatever. So that was my job for a little bit. That was the job I had uh, whenever they won that first cup in 2016, and then for the 2017 cup, I'd actually uh, that was when I changed jobs. So I was with the Post Gazette for 2017 and uh i was i traveled for the playoffs so i was uh i was in nashville when they when they won that so yeah it was it it was cool it was a it was a good opportunity it was fun it was fun just to see a city to see any city really react to something like that because again the the fan base here you know even though they're they're finicky and like any nhl team which by the way this is true for everybody this is true for Mm -hmm the caps or the penguins or really any any non-canadian team for the most part you're three years away from from being in deep shit financially because people mm-hmm. people are gonna stop coming to games and then you're gonna Why be in is trouble different for canadian teams I just because they don't have it's football. just a, it's just culturally it's their sport it's culturally yeah. different whereas like you know if the caps if the caps are ever down and the wizards are ever, are ever up people <laughs> are people are gonna switch because that's just the way in it an is. alternate timeline yeah right yeah. yeah and some we fought on some wormhole where they're 
where they trade. I, I, I would like the Blackhawks to continue being bad because let me tell you, those tickets are cratering. Yeah, I, I saw that. I like a bottom bowl like seat for like 60 bucks. I couldn't afford to go to the Red Wings game this week. It was awful. <laughs> and, and it is, but it's it's completely true. Like, I mean, what's gonna happen? By the way, is the Blackhawks are gonna are gonna win the lottery and draft Jack Hughes? That's yeah. that's clearly that's clearly gonna be the way things work out. Maybe they'll trade Kane, and I can be a fan. No. Yeah. They have to trade someone. I don't know. Audrey and I talk about this all the time. They're hitting. They're gonna hit like a like a cap problem this summer. I think. They're never. I feel like they're never gonna fully address the cap issue. Like they people have been saying that for years. Really? You know, and and they've and they've had to make tough decisions. Like they didn't want to trade Jalmerson a couple years ago, but they did. And and mm-hmm. um, everyone thought that the apocalypse for them was going to be whenever whenever Hosa retired. And this is before this is before the skin infection thing actually forced him to. Excuse but me. Whenever... What? <laughs> oh, skin infection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He what had. Did he, he, did his face he had. Fall a... off? He basically he had a and it's it's real and everyone joked about it and thought that it was like a completely fugazi just it was a skin dis- it's a skin disorder basically oh. that is like that's like exacerbated by contact yeah, with gross. with equipment so and it's very real like he couldn't retire anymore he couldn't play anymore oh so, that's awful. so, so, so he retired so phoenix bought out his contract right oh, no. right that's what ended up but happening. before but before that happened whenever whenever the cap uh recapture thing was introduced uh during you know, whenever they signed the last CBA, which was in 2013, they basically retroactively punished all those teams that signed those back those back diving contracts. Where, mm-hmm. and Hosa is a great example. Ilya Kovalchuk was a great example. Uh, Luongo is like the ex- example one A because that is what directly forced them to have to trade him yeah. to the Panthers eventually. It's just classic NHL shit where they just, for whatever reason, decided to penalize people after the fact for something that was legal. Uh, when they did it under the CBA, and for whatever reason, whether it was just because the players' union wasn't, you know, was just tired of fighting or whatever, they allowed it to go through. And the end result was like you had all these teams that, whether it was whether it was the Canucks with Luongo, whether it was the the, the Blackhawks with Hosa, they had these just like landmines that were that were on their rosters. And everyone said like at some point they're going to have to pay the piper because if they were to retire, the cap hit would jump up and blah 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 blah. But all this, all the doomsday talk. Point being. After just barfing all that up for the last, you know, ninety seconds. Point being is like I'm very impressed. I don't yeah. know who any of these people are. Point being, <laughs> I'm a very, point, I'm a very new fan. Yeah, that's good. This oh god, you you didn't love covering the 2013 lockout? Like my god, I that was I was I was in college then, so no. Yeah, I I know you were. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Not to depress you, but whatever. <laughs> But like, so, I, I love the salary stuff. I like Audrey hates talking about it. I love talking about it. Cause I like, I weirdly I don't know if it was like if it was like some Stockholm syndrome sort of thing, but I kind of loved covering the lockout. Like I really did because it well, was. Guess what? You're gonna get yeah, to cover it uh-huh, again. Uh huh. No, nope. Nope. <laughs> no. Not anymore. One of the one of those was was more than enough. But no, it, it was that was actually kind of, that was a fun challenge because it was like you had to keep churning shit out like day after day after day. In, your PDF. Content never sleeps. Thank God. Thank God by that point. Here's here's another funny one. Here's here's another super dated reference. Sporting News had uh, a content licensing agreement with AOL.com. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, AOL. and it was like, com? Yep. This was like the last gasp for for them as like an actual content provider. So they basically licensed Sporting News as a brand, gave us a ton of money, and we would have we would have to produce like a certain amount of stuff for them links that they would use and all that shit so and that was going on during the lockout so i so like it would be funny that was like the, the end of aol as like a viable portal for people actually using using <laughs> it as like any sort of source like on the internet so i had like dumb lockout related shit that got seen by you know 11 million people or or, or, or whatever cool. be- because of because of aol no it, it was it was it was challenging and, and fun but it was also just fucking exhausting because it was just day after day trying to just get blood from a stone because that shit is not it is not interesting but but it was this kind of collective sort of thing and this is when this is when i i was having more fun on twitter at that point than before since just because everyone was just collectively like losing their shit having 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 to pay attention to this like day after day after day so it it was it was weirdly fun like looking back on it um but no i don't i don't want to do it again at all yeah and I won't. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what I was what I was saying was like people have been expecting you know the Blackhawks cap situation to truly truly mm-hmm. hit the fan 
like really since then and it never has they've never had to address it you know in any in any kind of uh true like blow up trade duncan keith kind of way maybe they, they maybe they should have traded him last year or the, or the year before maybe, maybe they will maybe they won't but a stupid name. He has i guess i name. guess point super's yeah. names looking ass can't trust him uh <laughs> <laughs> but so i i don't know I'll, I'll believe that they actually hit the button when, whenever that day comes because we've been hearing this shit mm-hmm. for for a very very long time they're gonna make me the gm so i yeah stan bowman's gonna outlast all of us he'll just have a job there forever and ever and ever and ever real stupid we were talking about st louis too before uh you came on and um just other Poor boys other franchises that are just blowing themselves up yeah i mean they just that that was never that was never gonna work for them just because you know from a goaltending standpoint like Jake Allen just isn't good enough he was never gonna be good enough and two first names two first Jesus, names I, didn't even, yeah. I, didn't even I feel like that's a really common hockey name thing though Matt Murray <laughs> Matthew Murray there, there's gonna be some names. kid that comes up named like like Tyson Grants or something like that or okay. like everybody's name is Dylan yeah I, I'd like you to meet my son Strom so yeah. <laughs> I love the Stroms. Okay, so we talked about one smart does. hockey player. I want I want to hear your like give us a funny like just something dumb they said. Or is it not, or is it not funny? It's just like just dull. It's it's not it's it's just dull. Like it, the big question with hockey players is whether it's like Can they read? Yeah. It, but it's like in more 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 often than not they're dumb, but sometimes they're just boring. Like they're yeah. like Sidney Crosby Absolutely not dumb. He's a yeah, smart guy. You don't want to say anything that's going to get you in trouble. No, that's the thing. Well, yeah, and, and and that's a and that's a cultural thing. It's something that's that's just bred into these guys for their entire careers. You know, it, you also look at it from from just the Canadian hockey machine, and to be fair, like the the U.S. hockey machine, they essentially stop school whenever they're 15 or 16. Yeah, so, we've, t- we've talked about this on the show before, right. and that is why they can't read. <laughs> and they have hung out from almost exclusively from the time they were nine with people who are identical to them so that's just not that's not a that's not a recipe uh to be an interesting human being or literacy yeah or to be interesting (laughs) or smart so so you so you have that there if you're not schooled and you hang out with the exact same kind of person like you're already operating at a deficit regardless of what demographic you're, ta- you're talking about, right? But then you throw in the fact that uh, they come out of the system where individuality is just shit on and and personality, personality, in and like and just be yeah, being being interesting for public display. Like those guys are all they're all dumb, but you know you, you get them in a bar, they're they're at least going to show personality and 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 be funny. And it, it might not be it might not be good, but it'll it'll be something. <laughs> it may be racist, but it will be funny. It will almost certainly be racist, and it'll almost and and, and it will one. 100% be sexist. So, uh, oh, yes. So, no, I have I... this theory that, like, Audrey does not agree with that I think Tyler Sagan is smart. No, he's not. I want to believe so badly that he is smart. He's, a, he's, he's, he's okay. He's got, like, cunning. Just because you have opinions does not make you smart. I had a really great, I, yeah, right. I had a really nice conversation with Gabe Landeskog one time. Like, I just I just came away from it thinking, like, oh, this guy's charming and, and cool. He's the best. I don't know. I like talking to Derek Broussard a lot. I'm trying to think of guys who have actually had like who I've actually had good conversations with. Like typically, it's like it's like the, you know, it's always the worst players, right? Like I like I used to. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's true. Like I like. Unless you like went to American college. Fourth liners. Yes, that's that's 100 yeah. percent true. And and that's like and also by the way that's like accepted as truism for anybody who covers hockey. It's like if if you're in trouble, go find a guy who went to college. Like odds are, uh, true. Uh, odds are, odds are, odds are, odds are they're going to be better. Like Tanner Glass, yeah. Tanner Glass sucked. By the end, by the time he was with the Penguins, he was not a useful NHL player anymore. But the dude went to Dartmouth, and he, and he was, you, you know, he was, he was nice to talk to. Like I couldn't. Do they ask make him them a... go to class? Like I mean, like like at UT, like football was the thing, right? Like I went to University of Texas. Those those players like never went to class. Like, no they had people go for them. Like in like hockey schools, do they have to go to school? I think part of it is like it's they still. If they go to Ivy's, like mm-hmm. they're gonna have to have been kind of smart on some level to get in in the first place. Even if you're going to one class a week, like, and you're around people who are at that level. Like, look, I you went to you went to UT, I went to Maryland, like whatever. Fuck you. Uh, right, but like you've seen, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you agree? So you agree? Some of us went to Division three liberal arts colleges. So where did you? And where did we're you go in the to color guard. I went to Gettysburg College. Oh, did you? Okay. Yep. Um, but, ah, God, what, what was I saying? Oh, but, like, football players, 
basketball players like coaches will get them in if if it comes down to mm-hmm. it like that's just the way it is that's the sway that that's the sway that those sports have at you know big 10 schools or big 12 schools or sec schools or whatever it's not quite the same if you're talking about dartmouth or cornell or whatever like they're not gonna just admit some total rockhead yeah they're not hockey gonna player just because the hockey coach wants him in like it, it works a little bit differently there than tj like, oshi did go to college though yeah it's true well he's a delight (laughs) it's true yeah we had some people actually text us this week we got a question from somebody who asked is Sidney crosby the lebron of hockey and what does that make Connor mcdavid in terms of nba players uh there is no lebron of hockey lebron is one of one only one of him exists and he happens to play basketball so the premise is is something that i disagree with like throw the question out <laughs> no i i think i think in the sense that the Sidney crosby is was hyped his entire life and came into the league with insane expectations and was the stone cold number one draft pick for five for you know four years but before that i mean that's there's parallel there with with lebron mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when you look at the fact that both of them uh, wound up being the best players in in their league and wound up winning multiple titles and, you know, there's obviously parallels there. I I think you can even look at, if you want to really get granular with it, you can say that they had these certain amounts of, um, like, you know, trials or or challenges, like in the middle, in the early, mid, middle of the career, Crosby with with the concussions and, and LeBron with failing to win a title in Cleveland and then the decision Mm -hmm. stuff, which made him publicly despised and all that stuff. So there was, there are, there's for sure parallels there, but like, I think, I I think to compare Crosby to LeBron at this point, given what LeBron means socially, uh, given what he means to cultural culture at large is just, um, it's a disservice to LeBron. So no, I, I don't, I don't think he is. Okay. Well then who is Connor McDavid? I think Kawhi Leonard. Why do you think Connor McDavid is Kawhi Leonard? Because they both don't talk. They both <laughs> play in Canada. And they're both babies. One, two, three. Bang, bang, bang. Do you like basketball? I don't even know. I love, I love basketball. Basketball is You're like, I, I'm guy. literally, I'm literally whenever, no, basketball is the only sport I like. <laughs> I'm going to hang up with you guys and then go to the bar to watch NBA games with my friends. That is, that is 100% true. Wow. Weird flex, but okay. He, this motherfucker yeah. has friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so many friends. McDavid is. be somebody, right? I don't know that there's any um, NBA player like in that age group right now that faced that same sort of um, scrutiny. scrutiny that that McDavid did from the jump. Like you look, you look at the draft classes over the last few years. Like there's great players in the, in the league is in great position, but there's no guy who was king shit when he was 16 or 17 and has sort of kept that maybe, going. Maybe Carl Towns. I think that honestly, that's, that's probably like closer. Maybe in a weird way, like the Cat McDavid thing kind of makes sense because of the, the total mess that the T-Wolves are right now. So there is like sort of please, parallel. Please respect my feelings at this time. <laughs> I'm a T-Wolves fan. Dude, so. I, I pay for I pay for NBA League Pass. Like I was watch, I watched plenty of T-Wolves games last year I, just because I was psyched. I thought they were going to be fun. And man, I, I went to one of the playoffs games and I like cried like tears of joy just to be there. Yeah. Also, I went by myself. So it was really weird. That was like that was the first the, the first professional sports game I covered was a playoff game between the Cavs and the in the uh between the Cavs and the Wizards whenever you know it was like 2007 or whatever it was and it was oh, just wow. like it was it was the coolest shit in the world yeah many moons ago mm. yeah I know you guys are you, a different time you guys are five whole years younger than I am my God oh, yeah it's madness. no Audrey, six, Audrey's six. The next one is, which team would you least like to get traded to, Ugh. and how would you find your way out? This is oh such God. a good question. Because all the obvious answers, answers that would have been like super simple, four years ago, you just say, oh, Edmonton, because the team sucks, and you're in Edmonton. Or you say Winnipeg. Because Winnipeg, yeah. Because Winnipeg. A, and, and B, like that team is just fundamentally in neutral for, for so many years. But I, I, but I would- good. Oh, I know. No, that's well. That's what I'm saying. Now they're good. Now you can't say Winnipeg, even though Winnipeg, the place, is just right awful. <laughs> and now with the Oilers, you're like, well, they the team sucks, and it's in Edmonton, but uh, I get to play with Connor McDavid. So that's like that'd be a part of it too. Uh, I I I think that I think it's Arizona. <laughs> I think it's Aww, Arizona. I, I Audrey's I, gonna be very mad. I and look, I I feel bad. I feel bad for people who care about the coyotes because that's just we like, exist uh, yeah it's an endless <laughs> all it's five an, of you <laughs> it's an endless shitty situation that you know isn't gonna resolve itself in any 
uh, okay, how would you get pleasant out? Pleasant way. What would you do? <laughs> I would. Uh, that's a good question. How did How did Dylan? Str- I I would say I would say the the way to get out of Arizona is to make yourself appealing to the Chicago Blackhawks. Clearly, because <laughs> yeah, that's clearly. where. Clearly, and that's what team I would least like to get traded to is the Blackhawks. Black no, it's fine. You live in Chicago. It's fine. With me. I would have to be in a room with Patrick Kane. Well, uh, yeah, I. That's yeah. that's fair. <laughs> no thanks. I don't know. I, I think like I think New Jersey is probably a popular answer, just because. But I don't know. You don't. It's you're still. I don't know. Taylor Hall. You're playing with Taylor Hall. Mine and is the Florida Panthers, and this is right. Uh, this is I don't. The right I, don't I don't know if that's, that's right. That's fair. I don't know if that's right. Why would you say it's wrong? They are awful, and you have to live in Florida. And you have to hang out with Mike Hoffman's girlfriend. Yeah. Wouldn't, that wouldn't be good. Are they still together? Yeah, yeah they're still together. <laughs> that is that is just still like one of the craziest. I, I, st- give... I still can't believe it. How that did that any of us not say the Sens? Oh, yeah. That's... Seems... Oh, yeah, wait. That's That might be the answer. <laughs> that might be the best answer. Even though Brady Kachuk is my son. Although Professional... it seems like all, all of the senators have also been asked this question, and they're all also trying to get off the team. Yeah, by, clearly. Like, shit-talking Talk, Shit-talking. And... It's awesome. Like, yeah. professional sports... <clears throat> professional sports owners as a class are just ghoulish people like you don't make it you don't make it to that station in life without being uh nightmarish in several 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 important different ways so they're all bad like that 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 needs to be said straight away but it, it takes it takes a special kind of monster to like stand above the pack and I think that's where we are with Melnick I think that's where we are he with does Eugene it every Melnick. day we're like I don't think I think for for so many other guys like you could you could say like oh he you could like push him off to the side or rationalize it or compartmentalize it in one way or another but with him like his shittiness is so in your face and just and he loves attention too mm-hmm. so he right. never takes it he's never going to take a back seat if he has a chance the guy mined his status in the city to get a kidney transplant yeah <laughs> and oh my god i forgot about do that. you remember that a fan yeah. gave him a kidney yeah and yeah. and he turns around and just shits Awful. on this like i, I he's Oh my God! There's and there's so many, so many like issues. Like Christine, I I know, I know you're a new fan, Audrey. I I don't know how far you go back with this, but like that, there's so much insane shit surrounding the Ottawa franchise going back like years and years and years, where there was issues with like you know they had some weird uh like ukrainian hacker situation that was going oh this is too this is way too much to get into honestly it's a long timeline suffice to say that's a shit that's a shit show and he's a bad guy and he's a bad guy and the that uh that stadium situation isn't getting resolved in anytime soon which unless the nhl forces him to sell which doesn't seem impossible. Do. Well, I don't know. I, I thought it seemed like it seemed like Elliot Freeman was kind of hinting around that that maybe that the shit could hit the fan with that at some point in the future. So you know, if they force him to sell and like some guy who cares um, comes in and runs things, like maybe their situation will change. But maybe that, he'll die. <laughs> maybe he'll die. But they. But like, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, if he continues to own the team, that situation is never going to get better because he kept saying for so many years, like. We need we need the new arena. We need the Leperton Flats development. And once that happens, like stuff will be Everything better. Everything will be and fixed. Yeah. We won't be an internal cap team. We'll, we'll actually spend up the limit and blah blah blah, which is just classic. Bait. Wow, sounds like what they said in Phoenix. That's what all grifter bait and switch bullshit mm-hmm. artist owners do. That's just what they say. Like you, if you come, if you come, then we'll spend money, and then the people come, yeah. and, they, and they don't spend money. Like that's just the way it goes. The the, the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's example at the top of the list for for that that's just the way it works melnick you're <laughs> what canceled. the hell are we saying yeah <laughs> so no i i would hate i would hate that i would hate that too I, and, 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 in Ottawa. and it's cold and it's cold like at least at least in arizona you know it's night the winters are nice you can go somewhere else i guess during, during the summers the other theoretical question that somebody asked us to speak is which players in the nhl would be the best or worst roommates or housemates oh man all of them they would all be all bad. of them would be bad anyone under the age of 25 would be terrible can you imagine them like a tom yeah, wilson has man. he ever cleaned a dish just no, eats, he no. eats he eats off paper plates well when he and michael latta lived together they oh. yeah what was that was, was that on, was that on the hbo show when yeah was that it was. a thing that was like two to three years ago best housemates that's harder oh man that's oh, like jeff that's skinner. such, that's such jeff, a hard oh jeff question. skinner jeff skinner sweetie pie jeff skinner sweetie yeah. uh dougie hamilton oh the music selection would be amazing he would i don't know i i feel like douglas I, I know we just i know we just talked about him but like maybe get i i don't know maybe give me murray like he seems like oh, he yeah. has like he seems like he has interest at lineup 
maybe close enough with mine. Somebody who's quieter. And he's quiet. Yeah. And he's quiet. And he's kind of surly. So, like, Ooh. you can just go not talk to each other for a while if, if, if you want. Who is the really cute guy in Columbus? Uh, which you'll have to be more specific. All my boyfriends play for Columbus. Urban, Urban oh, Meyer. Seth Jones. Seth yeah, Jones. Seth with... Jones. I would live with Seth Jones. His house is beautiful. That's right. He did. He posted uh, a tour of his apartment on Instagram a couple months ago, and we were both like, "Oh shit, this like, really is very tasteful." Yeah, Seth Jones. Seth Jones' dad too is a was an NBA player for many mm-hmm. many years, and I think he's a. I think he's. I think is it Popeye Jones? I think he might still be an assistant somewhere. So yeah, Seth Jones grew up rich. I'm sure. I'm sure he's got great manners. <laughs> He's he's neat. <laughs> I think that's fine. That's like I, I'm that's just trying to think of like I, I know more than enough hockey players. I know how how hockey players operate, and like I'm not I'm uh-huh. not sure I'm not sure how long I could I could deal with living with. I mean now now certainly not because I'm fucking old now. But like I, I don't even know if I were if I were 23 and living with one with one of those lunatics. I think I, I think I would. I don't know how long I would survive. So just give me like give me Matt Murray like he just hangs out with his girlfriend. Really he's quiet. Got, yeah, he seems quiet and he's like, got the nice dog. Yeah. And again, a very important part of of having a, of being a good roommate is just knowing when to keep to yourself. And I think that would never always. be an issue with him. It is always you always want to keep to yourself. Don't talk to me. I'm sick of my roommates. Here's the real question I have for you, Sean, and it is: What is the deal with Jamie Alexiak? What's the question? Relationship-wise. Like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Find out, si- bitch. His si- I'll, I'll hook it up. Thank no, you. His, uh, his sister is a better athlete than he is. I, I know that. I know. That's wild. His sister, uh, Christina, is an Olympic medal swimmer. Tight. An Olympian. Wow. She won a gold medal, I believe. <laughs> the Penguins, by the way, like randomly have, between Penny Alexiak, who's a gold medal swimmer, and Amina Kessel. Yeah. They have they a bunch have... of fail brothers. <laughs> yeah they ex- that's ex- that's ex- that's exactly what i was gonna say they they have like the all loser brother team basically and and you live in pittsburgh so. there was yeah and my sis and my <laughs> sister is much cooler than me and she lives here too so gotcha. people are already saying like oh like now that sid and gino are like getting older mm-hmm. what are people saying the future of the team is gonna look like oh man are you gonna start are you gonna play yeah i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a puck puck moving defenseman they they always had like <laughs> was it they always had for for a stretch. They had just this like rotating group of like five nine or five ten white dudes with beards. So so like I I, I I would you walk in. I'd walk in. They'd be like, "Hey, is that some kid?" Was like, "Hey, is that Chris Connor?" And I'm like, "Nope, it's just me." Um, Se- seventh line grinder. <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> no, I I think I think clearly what they what they tried to do is just load up for with guys who are around their same age. I, I think for this last sort of run. I mean, make fun of Jack Johnson all you want because he deserves it. He has I would a, never. He has not been a good NHL player. But, you know, that's the sort of thought process that I think Rutherford had for a while where they were like, okay, we need to just – Quantity over quality. Yeah, we, or like we need to get guys who are in the same kind of age bracket as, as uh, Crosby and Malkin are. And that hasn't worked out particularly well for them. So what? So what I think you've seen now is them trying to get younger in the process of still like fielding, you know, a team that's theoretically capable of um, – of winning another cup so that's like and it's it's incremental right like carl Haglin's 29 they bring in tanner pearson who's 24 Four, four, 25 yeah. or whatever so they're in and they bring in peterson from from the ducks who's like a, who's like a younger slightly younger defenseman who can contribute there so you're they're trying to get a little bit younger like on the fly and i think that's kind of right like i i think that's in theory what they should be doing i don't know if that process what kind of results that'll lead to but i think what should happen maybe not this year because uh, it's the middle of the season and like what are you what are you gonna do but i i think what they should do their best move theoretically would be to just get really young and try to set up try to set up the next wave of um of half decent NHL players are around those guys and, and actually make it where you have Sidney Crosby at 32 and Malkin at 33 with guys behind them who are like 22, 23, 24 yeah. rather, rather than and if that means, if that means trading Kessel, so be it. If that means like moving on from what, like the Justin Schultz's of the world and those guys who are like 28 or 29 kind of bumping up. Uh, I, I think they, I think they could do that. And I think that's probably the route that they should take. So, but look, I, it, it's always, it's always going to be the same. It's going to it's true for the Penguins. It's true for the Blackhawks. Once those guys are out, once Crosby's out, once Malkin's out, once, Kane and Taves and Keith are out. The only route is to suck. That's just the way mm-hmm. that it is. Like you have to commit to being. It's just coming to terms with that. Yeah. When those guys age out and they're out of their prime, you have to just accept that you're going to be terrible and use that as the springboard. 
The only question really, and, and the Blackhawks are past this, and the Penguins may well be too, is like how what's the best way to maximize the good years that the good years that they have? It, it, well, yeah, right. Eventually, but the good years that that you have left, right? And I think yeah. if if the best move for for the Penguins is to augment those guys with actual younger talent for the next couple years, and then just accept that you're gonna have to press the button at some at some point down the road because that's just the way that works yeah and hope that the suckage is just shortened by that It'll, yeah right if, if if you trust your talent evaluators and and you get lucky like you're gonna you're gonna come back from it at, at some point but that's easier said than done because there's a lot of shitty talent talent evaluators and there's a lot of unlucky teams so that's just sort of just sort of the way that it goes this is a shockingly existential conversation. I feel like I need to go sit in a room for a while because this uh, is pretty applicable to my life right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. Awesome. Sports is life. I'm so glad that we run a mental health podcast, Christina. Yeah, I thought that's what this was, actually. Yeah, at the, to- at the top of every podcast, like Audrey and I just talk about how sad we are, and then we're like, all right, let's talk about some boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah same. I mean, honestly, same. Sean, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, Sorry totally that we not. were mean. Were you guys mean to me? I'm, I I missed that. I'm I'm dead to that sort of shit. I I can't even tell other people. I I thought you I thought you guys were I thought you guys were being just. I held back on all of my Stanley Cup talk and all of my uh, Alex Ovechkin is actually a better athlete than Sidney Crosby talk. But what you got to do is just have me on again, and you can just let loose with all that shit because I probably okay. agree, I probably agree with you. Thank you guys. This was fun. All right. Bye.